We're the 32nd pick in the 2018 NFL Draft. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. With the 30th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select T.J. Watt, linebacker, Wisconsin. With the 67th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the New Orleans Saints select Alvin Kamara, running back, Tennessee. What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod NFL Draft Series. On this episode, we talked to Kevin Davidson, Princeton quarterback. If Kevin's dad is listening, I want to give him a shout out. Kevin is a super awesome guy. We talked about his relationship with Marshawn Lynch, with Marcus Peters' dad, but also we got into his record-breaking performances at Princeton and why he might be super underrated headed into the NFL draft coming out of the Ivy League. Kevin Davidson hopefully gets scooped up today if you're listening to the release on Friday, April 23rd. If not, some team is going to find a lucky diamond in the rough. Kevin Davidson, Princeton quarterback, Snapback fam. Let's get it. Kev, how are you doing, man? Doing great. Appreciate you guys having me and uh, looking forward to the meeting the fam. Awesome. Well, the fam is excited to have you. And I was excited to have you. I texted Abe right before when we were doing our research. And you, you know, you seem like you might just be a casual Ivy League quarterback. But I did a little digging and you seem to be like the most interesting man in the world. Like, how (laughs) does someone like you end up friends with Marshawn Lynch, coached by Marcus Peters' dad? Tell us all about that. Yeah, so uh, it was a crazy story in high school. I ended up at a... uh, the local high school in my town called San Ramon Valley. Um, and after my sophomore year ended up wanting to, uh, kind of expand my horizon in the football world. And, uh, there was a high school about 40 minutes away in West Oakland, California called McClyman's. And like you said, it's coached by Marcus Peters, dad and Marshawn Lynch and Josh Johnson and Marcus Peters were around during every one of our workouts in the summer. So it was just an incredible community that I was able to, uh, to be a part of. And it really, uh, grew me as a person. And, you know, it's been just unbelievable to stay in touch with those kids and, uh, just a hell of an experience. Talk to me about what it's like hanging out with a person such as Marshawn Lynch, because he is obviously (laughs) one of the more, I guess we'll say out there for lack of a better word, um, players we've had in the NFL obviously one of the more successful running backs of our generation. So is it just you guys shooting the shit, eating Skittles all day? Like what, what is a hangout session with Marshawn Lynch? Like, uh, that's a part of it, but, um, <laughs> no, it's deeper than that. He, he, he's a really smart dude. He went to a Berkeley and had, I think a really, really quality GPA that no one really knows about. Um, I think he just doesn't really enjoy the media presence. He just thinks that uh, they twist a lot of things and I can respect that. But once you get him in the room with people he's comfortable around, he's like, I would call him the most interesting man in the world. Just uh, knows so much about you know, business and things outside of football that no one really understands. And it's also interesting to note that he was going to be our uh, commencement speaker at Princeton uh, for our senior year graduation. So, um, unfortunately that's been canceled because of, uh, because of Corona or we think it's going to be canceled. They haven't officially done it, but, uh, yeah, everyone at Princeton was like going bananas because he was going to, going to talk to us for an hour. 
I feel like I can just give you his speech right here on the air. Take care of y'all mentals. Take care of y'all chicken. That's pretty much everything. <laughs> everything he would yeah. probably outline in his Princeton commencement speech. But I mean, you've had a very interesting journey. You grew up in California, obviously. How on earth does one find their way from California to Central Jersey at Princeton University? Yeah, good old Central Jersey. It's an interesting right. place. But um, I'm from, yeah. from, so I'm from, I'm from to, South Jersey, so it's right by there. There you go. That's better, though. Everyone yeah. says there's no such thing as Central Jersey. So, well, yeah, um, but anyway, we uh, so yeah, I transferred to McClyman's and had a great first four games uh, through for 21 touchdowns and I think 1100 yards or something around there. Um, and then every team that we played basically complained. Uh, that I was there because I transferred from a public school to a public school. And that's kind of against the rules in California. So the state of California actually came, came after me and ended up suspending me for a year of all high school sports. Cause I went to play basketball there as well. Um, so it's like Bill, uh, Bill Russell's high school. So their basketball program has been mm. just incredible for the past 50 years. Um, but yeah, I mean, I got suspended, so that hurt recruiting a lot. So I ended up kind of, looking to schools more on the East coast, instead of simply looking in California, I wanted to go to Stanford as a young kid. So, um, started to look at Ivy's and took a visit to Florida and got some interest from Missouri and just kind of, uh, random schools out East. So that's, that, that's what kind of expanded, uh, expanded my search and ended up at Princeton. Wow. Love to hear that. So I met her, you've said that you were a, a hooper in high school, Jack and I previously, when we first started out this podcast, we, Jack and I both play ball, obviously, recreationally, because we talk into microphones <laughs> and aren't in the NBA. But um, so who's your, who would you say your NBA player comparison is in basketball? Well, what's your, what's your style? Oh, what's your game? Kevin Love, period. Wow. I Wait, really? Timberwolves Kevin Love or Cleveland Cavaliers yes, Kevin Love? Timberwolves back in the day. So 20 and So 20 you board like year. that. You board like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No one wants to play against me. There you go. That's interesting. Um, so I, I went through your numbers from this past season and you were very impressive. I was most excited about limiting the turnovers cause I keep, I just always tell people like turnovers from a quarterback are so detrimental, but my favorite number is when you set the Ivy league record for touchdown passes in a game was seven against Bucknell. Like, Abe and I, once again, we talk into a microphone. So we have a lot of experience watching sports and playing video games. And when you used to play NCAA 14, you threw seven touchdowns. Like you could do that in a video game. No one does that in real life. What did it feel like actually throwing seven touchdowns in one game? Uh, it was pretty special. And I honestly lost count like at halftime. Um, I don't really, I'm not really. <laughs> Wait, a, how many, how many did you really have at the end of the first guy. half? I think. Three or four, I think four, um, but okay. it, it was a close game, so that's why I was able to stay in. I think I got pulled after the, uh, I think a couple minutes into the fourth because we, we we got to like twenty five or thirty up. Um, but yeah, no one told me that I broke a record until the end of the game. I didn't even know that was. I didn't know what the past record was, um, but it was actually a kind of a rocky start to the game. I think we went three and out in the first series, and then went on a long drive in the second series, but ended up having the punt. Um, so everyone was kind of stressed out. We were down, uh, I think 14 to seven at one point. So it wasn't like a close game. And then we just kind of pulled it together and, uh, ended up having a 
a nice little day. I love that. I would love to throw one touchdown in a college game, but seven's not too shabby. So Abe and I enjoy one thing about all the prospects we talk to is we read the scouting reports and we love to pick apart these NFL scouts who just talk about the most irrelevant things. So I'm reading that you might not have the largest hands. So we talked to someone who Uh, didn't have wide enough hips. (laughs) We talked about hips. We've talked about noses, ears, everything. How much does it bother you when someone doesn't just look at the film and see what you did in your year? And I know people will downplay the fact that it was only a year of film. And then they just want to point to your hand size as if Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow's hands are not as well the not the largest. Like, what do you think about all of that? Right. I think it's, uh, it's pretty comical. I mean, even Joe Burrow was quarterback two at the combine. I was quarterback three as far as uh, alphabetical. So we, we talked about it quite a bit. And he showed me his tweet right when he put it out uh, about him having to retire early because of small hands. So, um, no, it's actually funny because my agents and I talk about it quite a bit. But I have, like, super long hands. And from all the basketball, my thumb just doesn't bend. So the measurement's super small, um, but the hand size is still uh, pretty damn large. So um, it's something that all these coaches come up to me and they're like, dude, your hands measure so small, but they're large. So what's going on here? Okay, so that's amazing. So going forward, what are we going to do to increase your hand size? Do we want to order in some (laughs) very sketchy Russian PEDs? Um, what do we want to do? Because we talked to a few people the There's other day. There's got to be one, stretchers. There's got to be one person, the one person and narrow fingers. hips. So now me and Jack are on a mission to crack the code in terms of widening hips. So what do we think the three of us, we can put our heads together right now. How do we want to make Kevin's hands bigger? To please, yeah, that's yeah. a great question. <laughs> We've been thinking about it for forever now. Uh, I think, <laughs> I mean, you, you you, um, you put out two good points. The Russian PEDs could, uh, <laughs> I don't know what that would do, but I guess something. <laughs> There's a no way knows. to find out. <laughs> yeah. Hire a personal masseuse. <laughs> what, what was the combine experience like? Because I know you were on the edge of whether you would even get an invite. And then obviously you get to go and then you're near Joe Burrow, who's going to be the number one pick in the draft. Did you get to pick up any tips? And then what else did you learn from just playing and being in Indianapolis? Yeah, being there was pretty awesome. I think I was the second kid ever from Princeton um, wow. to go since the con- since the combine started. And then just being a one-year guy, like it was just an awesome experience. Um, I think the Shrine Bowl helped me a lot to get that opportunity. And yeah, I just tried to pick up um, things from everyone. I got close with Herbert and Burrow. Um, some of the other guys that, you know, obviously legendary college football players. So, um, really just, you know, got close with the guys, got close with the wideouts and, um, made some lifelong friends. Very cool. So you obviously, there's obviously all the drills that you do during the combine, um, the measurements, the hand size, which we've touched on obviously, but there's a lot that goes on behind the cameras in these meetings with individual teams. Um, there's also some very weird stuff that occurs from what we've read in the past, like DK Metcalf taking his shirt off. I'm curious if you had one weird story or weird experience at the combine, maybe a weird question with any team that happened while you were there. Um, I didn't get as many weird questions. I know some of the other quarterbacks got 
some questions uh, from like the general manager, head coach, and offensive coordinator. Like, hey, if you were to punch one person in the room, who would it be? Ooh, um, <laughs> so I like that. Not, not, yeah, not really sure how that translates to uh, to their draft stock, but um, nonetheless, like <laughs> there are some some strange questions. But yeah, I mean, the, the whole experience was um, was a handful. I, I enjoyed it. Um, but the no medical were there. I know, I, I know <laughs> right. you did it there. I, I heard. <laughs> right. But, uh, the, uh, yeah, the, uh, the medicals were quite extensive. It was like two full days, like eight hours a day getting MRIs on stuff that you haven't, like, I haven't, heard, I haven't had an, any injury since freshman year of high school. And they like, we're knocking on wood. Over on here. My, we're knocking on wood. Right. Right. <laughs> they, they pulled on my knee, like with 80 different doctors. So it was like, one of the weirder experiences I've ever had. Uh, so is, wait, what is the, what is the correct answer in that situation? You're sitting with GM, you're sitting with a head coach. No, and no, saying, no, no. To- time out, Abe, time out, time out. Kevin, you're sitting on a podcast with Abe and Jack. And <laughs> yeah. You didn't get this asked before. Now, we'll, now we'll give it to you now. <laughs> Who are New you York versus based off boy? New York versus Philly. I think, uh, I think I'll go with the New York guy. There we go. I don't think, all right, time out, time out. I live in New York. I'm from Maryland, and you know Philly fans are the worst. And the I guess yeah, I, I do, I do. Yeah. New York best. fans are Philly fans are. That's true. That's true. All, yeah, one of my best friends is a big Eagles fan. I, I definitely like to oh. to send them a few. Yeah, oh. link 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 them up with me. But um, so obviously, if all goes well, we're gonna have a successful Hall of Fame NFL career. But you've got a lot to go through until then. And obviously, you got to get through your rookie year. And I'm curious if there's – this could be a multi-part question. One, is there a quarterback in the NFL right now that you like to model your game after? And two, is there a quarterback that you're most excited maybe to do like a jersey swap for or learn under in your first year? Just throw a couple names out me. Yeah, so as far as who I try to, uh, to emulate in my game, I'd say – I'm excited to see how big Ben comes back. I saw the video of him quarantining and uh, that was uh, qu- quite a sight in itself. Right. Right. But no, I, I, I've always been compared to him uh, since I was a little kid playing, playing quarterback. I just love his pocket presence and uh, how he carries himself um, in the pocket. And then I think just the preparation aspect of Tom Brady is second to none. Um, and then just the smoothness of like a guy like Ryan Tannehill. Um, I think I, I really like to uh, try to imitate. Um, I got to stop yeah, you there yeah, as a Ravens fan. Big Ben doesn't necessarily have a pocket presence. He just pretty much someone grabs onto him and then he just like carries them on his back and makes a play. Like <laughs> he, that's, he, that's he a hell of a skill though. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. It's incredible. It's the, it's probably out of all the quarterbacks I've ever watched. It's the most frustrating to have like, Hall of Fame linebacker Terrell Suggs grabbing on his waist and then he'll throw like a 40-yard bomb to Antonio Brown. But I love, I know you're a big film guy and respect Tom Brady and I think that's awesome. And that's going to take you far in the league, which is exciting. But growing up in Cali, did you, were you a fan of any team specifically? Um, I was always a, uh, a Raiders fan. So they had a few good years and I think they're picking it back up and now they're leaving Oakland anyway. So uh, that's a, that's a tough one dagger to the heart, yeah. but we got to move <laughs> on, I guess. So are you saying that you want to be an Oakland Raider or a Las Vegas Raider? 
Can we get that quote? Uh, it would be, I mean, it would be, yeah, it would be, uh, it would be interesting. That's for sure. John Gruden, no, me, I've always grown up, grown up watching his, uh, his quarterback. You. Right. The, the answer to this question is, hey yeah, man, I'm just looking for an, any organization to take a chance on me. I'll be, I'll be happy to play. Yeah. We don't want that answer. He knows, <laughs> no, he knows the QB speech, he, but he's actually giving us his honest reaction. He, he would right. love to play for Gruden. We actually have a friend who can come on the pod and do the greatest John Gruden impression. So if you do end up on the team, then we might have to take you through that just so you're prepared for mini camp. No doubt. No doubt. I would appreciate that. All right. So Abe and I have been very excited because we've tested eight prospects on our own snapback sports wonderlick test. But this is the first Ivy League and the first quarterback we've tested. This will determine wow. essentially your NFL career. So did you take the wonderlick up in Indy? I did. Yes. How'd it go? Uh, it went Quite well, I think. I think I got through 47 questions, 46 questions. Okay. All right. Well, most have said we have the toughest test in the world. So if you're ready, uh, Abe will kick it off. Ready to go? Yeah, no pressure. Yeah, ready to go. All right. So question number one, a little bit of a pop culture slash math question. Obviously, we all know the Kardashian girls, the Jenner girls. If you were to date all of the daughters, so the Kardashian and Jenners, that doesn't include um, Caitlyn Jenner or Rob Kardashian. If you were to date all of the girls for six months each. Not Chris either. Not Chrissy either. True. How long would it take you to date them all? Six months, every Kardashian and Jenner girl. Um, Six months each. Six months each. Yep. 30 months. Are, are we including the mom? 30. No, that's no, correct. not including that's the correct. mom. And- <laughs> that's correct. Wait, wait, this is amazing. This is the, that's the greatest answer of all time. So most people put it into years. I trust you to compute that, but Dude, that was you way too much math in my head. <laughs> you're, you're calling in and I'm looking at Abe and Abe's reaction. Abe's not a math guy. And that's like the biggest joke on the podcast is he can never do math on air and you hit him with 30 months, which is the correct answer. And his face was just like shook. <laughs> I love that. That is I, correct. I was, that is good. I was trying to do the math. In my head, but uh, It was about to pull out the calculator. All right. Next question. <laughs> is an avocado a fruit or a vegetable? Wow. <laughs> it's a fruit. It has a seed. That's correct. That's correct. That's correct. Everyone's saying this uh, seed thing. I didn't even. I didn't even know about all that. Yeah. Yeah. Question number three, and one that people have struggled with, I'd say for the most part. <clears throat> so, if you had one dollar for every single country there is in the world, how many Big Macs? Standard pricing. You can pick your price of the Big Mac. Would you be able to buy? And just the burger, not the meal, because I know that can fluctuate price. So you have to pretty much. Price out a Big Mac and divide that into the amount of countries in the world. Um, so I would say a Big Mac is about $4, give or take. McDonald's is going up in price these days. Um, I think okay. there's 195 countries. So therefore, um, roughly 50, a little bit less than 50 Big Macs. 
Princeton oh, from downtown. Shit. The only person we've had <laughs> to get the correct number of countries and the correct price of the Big Mac. It comes out to 49 Big Macs, but 195 divided by four is a little too tough, obviously for me, let alone a. Um, well, it's, 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 a, it's a decimal, but yes. He said under 50. That is, you should have seen Ava and I's reactions. We're like, oh my God. He got All the right, amount so of countries. We're 3 and 0. We're 3 and 0. Look, we had, we're, we're 3 for 3. We had high expectations. That answer probably exceeded our expectations, but we move on. Let's see if we can stump you. All right. What is heavier, a thousand pounds of bricks or a thousand pounds of feathers? They're the same. Somebody will get that question wrong. I promise. Somebody (laughs) will get it wrong. All right. That's a layup. What is longer in terms of measurement, an NFL football or a Subway $5 foot long? And we're going to make it the full foot long, not that BS lawsuit thing that Subway went went through. Um, I believe a foot long is longer the perfect streak continues an nfl ball is 11 inches long right all right all right here we go here we go some months have 31 days others have 30 days but how many months have 28 days uh just one february gotcha let's go all the months have 28 days wow wow that's that's quality (laughs) There's a little mental slip up right there. All right, so we're looking. We're going from Hall of Famer to maybe borderline second ballot Hall of Famer right now. Um, Next question. You're running in a race, and you pass the person that is in third place. What place are you now in? Um, I feel like this is a trick question. (laughs) You would be correct by diagnosing the defense. (laughs) Now you have to make the right play. All right, all right. Say it one more time. You're running in a race, and you pass the guy that is in third place. What place are you now in? Or you're playing Mario Kart or something. Don't throw Mario Kart. I would Kart. say I'm in, I'm in third place. Attaboy. There you go. Okay. Most people play, <laughs> say second because they're thinking third and you pass them. But that's good. All right. right this right. is the toughest question on the test. Uh, we've only had one or two people get this right. One, one. Ninth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. The word twelfth. Spell it. And don't spell it. Spell the word twelfth. <laughs> it wasn't that much of a trick question. <laughs> and that's twelfth or twelfth? Twelfth. Twelfth, as in like twelfth place. Uh, T-W... E-L-V-E? I think, all right, I think we confused you. The one with the T-H on the end of it. Because you spelled 12. Oh. Right. So, so like T-W- Yeah, T-W-E-L-F-E-H. The okay, second person to get there we right. Go, there we go. There we go. So I think you've only missed one question. Yeah. Last question on the test. Will, will we make a gold shrine for you or not? It's coming down to this. <laughs> there is a monkey, squirrel, and a giraffe. They're all racing to the top of a coconut tree. Who will get to the banana first? 
Um, how tall is the tree? We'll call it. Well, let's 30 say feet the coconut tall. tree is yeah, thirty feet. Thirty tall. feet. Thirty feet. Uh, how tall is the giraffe? Tall enough. Twelve feet. Twelve feet. <laughs> twelve feet. Okay, twelve feet. I would say um, I would say monkey because squirrels don't eat bananas. And I would say, Kevin, unfortunately, you're incorrect because there's no way for a monkey to retrieve a banana at the top of a coconut tree. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's pretty good. Overall, so, though, overall, though, the Big Mac, I'm still just stopped on the Big Mac question. Getting the Big Mac and the spelling 12th is honestly just outrageously impressive. So we commend I did, did want a that. spelling be in. I did win a spelling bee in third grade, I think. Funny really? because I also did. I also did a spelling bee in third grade, and I got out. I got an eighth place. I got out on the word uh, commercial. Commercial. Ooh, can you spell it right one. now, Abe? Now I can. C o m e r c i c i a l. Okay. And Kevin, what was your winning word in third grade? Do you remember? Amusement. It, oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's make Abe spell that right now. There's. I would give him a thirty percent chance. A M U S. There an E in this motherfucker or what? Uh, <laughs> let's say A M U S E M E N T S. There we go. Yeah, there, there, yeah, there is an E. I was deciding okay. whether or not there was an A. For I would beat you. I would beat you in a spelling bee, Jack. Let's get it going because I'm sick of it. I'm sick of this making me sound like the superior. I mean, the inferior <laughs> intellect on this show. Let's get a spelling bee going and put this shit to rest. We'll have to do the spelling bee when we have Kevin off the air. Uh, Kevin, a couple more questions for you, then we'll let you run. Uh, are you a video game player? Um, a little bit. I used to be more so than I am now. Now you're just in the film room at all times. That's right. That's right. And a little bit of Madden to keep, uh, to keep the coverage. Okay. So going. that's fair. Like that's the best part about playing quarterback is now when you go play Madden, you can say, Hey, I'm just, you know, I'm working on my game. Cause to a degree, it, right. it does help. I feel like it, it would help a little. It definitely does. So other than the occasional Madden game, what, and, and don't say film because I just don't want to hear that answer. Uh, what do you like to do in your free time, non-football related? Um, I love the outdoors, so skiing, fishing. Very cool. Um, Very cool. Skiing, everything uh, in the mountains I love. I got you. That's awesome. Um, well, Kevin, if we had to give you the choice between playing for the Baltimore Ravens or the Philadelphia Eagles, who would you pick? And I wow, have a feeling a I know what you're going to say. Um, being with a fellow FCS guy, I think I'd love to learn under uh, Carson Wentz. Oh, my God. Kevin, I'll be the first what to about- say. Kevin, I'd be the first to say we'd love to have you. <laughs> but but what about- l- l- let me tell you, Lamar, Lamar is the man, and uh, he's unbelievably special. So I, I he might that. be able to add some, uh, some special uh, – special skills to my game. What about the fact that Marcus Peters plays for my Baltimore Ravens? No love there? Right. 
Right. No, I, I, I love that guy, but he, he might pick me off a little bit too much. He, he knows my game. That's true. He, he is a beast. Um, all right, Kevin. Well, thank you for coming on the pod. Snapback fam, make sure to go follow Kevin on Instagram and Twitter. Kev, shout out your socials real quick. Yep. Instagram is uh, Kevin Davidson 10 and uh, Twitter is Kevin QB 10. Sweet. Well, we are going to root for you to get drafted. We're going to follow your journey. Hopefully, maybe you end up on Hard Knocks. Just don't forget about us when you are starting in the National Football League. That's our only ask. And the fam will support you throughout your career. Well, I appreciate you guys having me. Kevin, thanks. And we may need you down the line to referee a me versus Jack spelling bee. So just keep your calendar open from the months of like September to February. Thanks. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. You got my number. So hit me anytime. Well, take it easy, Kevin. Best of luck down the line. Thank you guys for listening to that episode with Kevin Davidson. Kevin is a super, super nice dude. And I'm rooting for him in the league. We had Bella Alari from Princeton on. We had Kevin Davidson from Princeton on. We got a nice Princeton tie. And now we have a nice quarterback tie in the NFL. Kevin, wherever you land, bro, stay good. Stay good.